here we're on Kodesh HaTalmidim on top of page Reish Dalad. So the Rebbe was explaining in Eish Dalad how it's not possible for the human mind to really be able to to see or know the essence of holiness but only to surmise in a general way that there is something holy and spiritual that's taking place and the way to experience Kedusha therefore is by being ma'orer by awakening by awakening the um, the the need uh, the spark of the B'nai HaNavim that's within us and Hashem Baruch gave us ways that we could do that in other words we can't on our own understand we don't have the seichel to perceive so we can only we can only awaken that nitzitz which transcends the intellect, which is a spark of of nevua. It's not something which is rational, not something that makes sense. We can only do that by by engaging ourselves completely in avodas Hashem in Yiddishkeit. And that's why there definitely is truth to 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 what we've heard over the years. When someone tells you that they don't understand, they don't understand. So they say, "Well, put on tefillin, you know, keep Shabbos, eat kosher." <clears throat> of course, that's a true. That, that's 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 a hundred percent true. That it's impossible for it's impossible for us al to to be masig to understand intellectually an alma drega with a seichel and a sheet like the neviim did, and to see things, understand things. That's why we're learning that. The Rebbe was given the example of, the, of preparing for Pesach, and all of the and all of the sh- and, and and joining together with the joining together with all the Nevi'im and with David Hamalach and their Shiras and their Tishbachas and our Vaida, but it has to be an Avoda. It's not someone says, "I don't listen, I don't feel anything," and you know, I'm keeping Shabbos ready for two weeks. I didn't stop driving. I don't feel connected to Hashem. So, of course, it requires a tremendous amount of avoid. The Rabbi was explaining it, we were learning it in Haizdalad, Machshavis Kedosh is the Ian Hatar, in particular, in particular, when it comes to Machshavis and, and Ian Hatar. And I was telling this to somebody yesterday on the phone, <coughs> someone that, that's, having a, a di- that's having difficulty with concentrating during davening, and the, the thoughts keep on wandering off to, uh, to unpleasant. <clears throat> to unpleasant places, uh, and the, and he's a sincere person. He doesn't want to have these thoughts. So he was calling me. He was asking, like, what do I do? Like, how do I delete these thoughts? This is something all of us have struggled with, and we struggle with all the time. How do I delete? How do I get rid of these thoughts? I don't want to have these thoughts. <clears throat> so I told him, you know what? The, the, the listen, there are a lot of there are a lot of suggestions for short term. Uh, short-term help and, and how to like uh, and how to temporarily put things on hold for for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Use the villas for for 10 seconds. There's only one sure way that we see in this forum to be able to to be able to really fight with the Indian of 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 machshavas of thoughts that are unholy, and that's by learning Torah be'ian be'ian be'ian. What does that mean? It means in a person, how do you, why should that work? Why does that work the way it works? And a person learns Torah be'iyan, and he is, and he, and he's, meaning learning Torah with all of his kaychas on a deep level. He takes, he's learning, he learns on a sechta. It really doesn't make a difference what subject of Torah, whatever, whether it's Gemara, whether it's halacha, whatever it is. But the person, especially if a person is able to before davening, but to put one's mind really, really. To put one's mayach into into Torah, and to and to like we see that the tzaddik made such a big Indian to try to memorize mishnayos, try to memorize a, a few mishnayos, that that all of <coughs> all the all the other methods that that are quick and easy don't have a long-lasting effect. The Rambam tells us that a mind that's not that's not occupied, a mind that's not preoccupied with thoughts of holiness and thoughts of Torah, that mind is going to be, is going to be taken over by other things. It's either this or that. It's either Lashem or Lazozo. It's very, very hard to have just neutral, a neutral brain. Brains generally are not neutral. It's, it's either this or that. And therefore the, the Roshan, the effect of a person's avoider 
in in concentrating it and learning and uh, learning to her. It was just somebody was just telling me last night uh, how how he was learning in a sechta. Uh, somebody from his mishpacha they started to learn in the sechta. They, they they began to learn uh, and and this person and his family for for many many years was completely uninterested in Yiddishkeit. He's on fire. And he, and he and he can't wait to get to the chavusa, and, and he's and the whole life is, is his whole life is being changed by by throwing himself into this masechta, and you identify with that masechta, and and then it, you don't understand why, because what does this gemara, what does uh, what you know, what does bav metziah, what does bav akama, what does brachas or harius or what's in hadron have to do with any tzitz that spark of of the bnei hanaviim, but it does. It, it reaches into that place more than anything. It reaches into to, to unleash that that meet sites of the Bnei Nevi'im. But it requires avayda, and that's where on top of on, on top of Reishdal. and and with Kima Mitzvahs is what we're learning in Arisa Chuh also with Kima Mitzvahs, right? Rav Cook and we're learning in Arisa Chuh. Rav Cook is talking about about. Um, Having a certain way of, of thinking and being able to understand, being able to understand <coughs> deep thoughts, machshavus aruchos, long thoughts, thoughts of Kabbalah, razei olam, razei taira, and Rufuk is telling us that uh, that one has to throw himself completely into 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 Torah mitzvahs, to learning Torah and to observing mitzvahs. <coughs> that's on the top of page Reish That's where we were up to. Raka yidei avoda teido ehu. It says. But this is the difference between work and shimush, I guess, service. The word avoda, we're so used to it, <clears throat> but if you think about it, it's really, it's really a, uh, it's really a special word that that uh, we have from the Torah laavdo v'cholavavchem. And the Chachamim used that particularly with tefillah, but in general, avaydas Hashem. That's why, that's why the the English term um, "shall we go to services today" is not really it doesn't really get the message across. Avaydah is not serving, and avaydah is something else. We see that the word avaydah is being used. Why? Why avaydah work? Also, Avoida is something that, that demands and it, it draws out of the person his kaychus and it exhausts him. Umiyago iso. It exhausts him. We're not talking about services sound very, very nice. Services sound nice. You don't see, but you don't feel anybody perspiring. You know what I'm saying? Services you feel, you know, you feel people that the yarmulkes are just not even heavy on the heads. They're just perched. Gently there, and and they don't really have to think about what they're doing. They just avoda is something which exhausts a person. Shimush to be mishamish means that you do what you're supposed to do, but it's without avoda. You just do what you're supposed to do. Then a nice and You don't give over your kaiches to it. You just do what you have to. And that's not going to—that's not going to reach that spark of the bnei nevi'im inside of you. That's not going to do it. That's why it says da'as elokevichavavdeihu. In order to know Hashem, again, the human mind is not capable of knowing Him. And our madrega forget it. We're not capable of knowing Him intellectually. We've already learned it's not something that we could accomplish. And even to—and even the derech ha'havoda of the earlier tzaddikim. Uh, that required sustained his brain and his thinking is very very difficult for us. <clears throat> but v'avdeyu we still have the ability of avdeyu of putting our koiches into avodas Hashem, and that will allow us to experience a Baruch Hu. 
We spent, we learned in the first Maimer about the the whole muscle with the funnel. And we were using more of the electricity, but the, that we spent a lot of time on that anything that a Jew, any hasaga, any perception that a that a uh, an understanding that a Jew is able to have of spiritual things, all he's able, we learn, that each person is, again, remember we spoke about how we really can't, we're not able to go, tap directly into into Khan Edison, or, or we're not able to tap directly into that, into the source uh, of, of what's being poured. We have to go, we're only able to receive it to, uh, through the funnel. And those funnels we learned, we have the mechanisms, and the Rebbe spoke about it at length, we can talk about more now. We have the mechanisms of Nefesh Ruch Neshama Chai which through which we're able to be masig these things, we're not able to be masig directly, but it all is through the funnel of our nefesh ruach and neshama. So we we learned that each person that. That the like we learned in the house, you have one source of energy, but it, it goes to different outlets, and it's one type of energy, and it's coming from one plant. But this, but depending upon the kalim, this will come out in the refrigerator, this will come out in an iron, right? This will come out in the radio, comes out in different ways. So too, depending upon each person's nefesh ruach and neshama, and chayin yichida, and your avodas Hashem, that's how you will be able to receive and perceive. That energy that itself is infinite is ain't safe. How it comes to the funnel of your own kalim, of your own nefesh ruach neshama, and of your own avodas Hashem. The kevin shebez Hashem he ganu b'dvarenu adko. Wrote someone he kanis yosef b'inyan haniskel el. So he says, I want to go back into this more. Will avar b'ez Hashem yosef to explain this a little bit more. Eksha ha'ish yisrael lo ish pratihu. So now I want to spend more time explaining how an ish yisrael ayid, even though even though again we experience each one experiences his own, his own ruchnius uh, depending upon his avoda with his kalim of nefesh ruach and neshama and chayin yichida, he experiences that. Still, he says the rabbi says I want to explain how a yid is not just a private, separate, individual person. Who is the neshama and the yisod of the entire world? And not only of this world, but he's but a yid, a Jew. It's not just this one individual person, whatever his name is, you know, Avram, Avram ben Maisha. But but each each Jew is really really has within him and is and is and is the neshama and the yisod of all worlds above and below. The kalim and all of the and we learned that simtsumim or that individual person's nefesh ruach neshama chayichid. It's not only his own. The Jewish people, klai yisrael, yidden together, all together. The Jewish people in each generation are have the ability to reveal or to cause Hashem to be revealed in this world. And if not for those Jews, and if not for the sum total of their efforts, then Hashem Baruch's presence could not be revealed in the world. And if not for all all for all Klaus Knesset Yisrael, it wouldn't be possible for Hashem Baruch to be revealed in this world. And and this is now the Rebbe is going to going to go into a, it's a little bit of a difficult section here. <coughs> we'll try our best, you know, to go through it. It's it's a it's, it's one of the hardest sections of Chavos Atlamidim. The Naktim is Divya Paradis Hakodesh. So let's understand this by learning a little bit from the Paradis from the Paradis Rimonim of the Ramak. 
shall mark shall say to Hayyaminu small shonamit sirim lamala. The Ramak asks Akasha regarding the the Seder of how we understand the spheres above and how they relate to us down here below. Kamash Amar Pasach Eliyahu, as it says in the Zayar, in that section of Pasach Eliyahu, Chesed Droya Yamina, Chesed is the right arm, Gvura Dura and Tiferis is the left arm. And then the Zohar goes on. I'm sorry, Gvur is the left arm. And then and then um, the Zohar goes on with the different with the different spheres and the parts of the body. Obviously, we're not talking about God forbid something physical by Hashem, but the right side, the left side, and then that corresponds to our to our right arm and our left arm and so on. Vain armim lahefech. So the Ramak asks, why don't we say the opposite? What does that mean? Chesed b'smol shalmaila u'gvur b'yamin. The Ramak asks a very interesting question. If if the human being down below is a reflection of the kayak above, then it should be that it, that, we, that if we are if we are facing, so to speak, the world above, or a reflection of the world above, then it should be. That chesed should be the chesed, which is the right above, should be the left down below, and that which is uh, that which is left above gvur should be yamin, should be the right below. This is how it is when you're facing someone. Yomin small When you're facing someone, when you're across from someone, his right is your left, and his left is your right. That when we do the kriyas, when we bow down, we turn to the left so that we are bowing down towards Hashem's right. So the remark, the remark says two things. First, he says, "Well, if he Lamala Lamala First the Max says, of course, the Max says that above these are only Lashinas that we're using, terms that we're using we're using, but Lafiha Emis, Lamala Lamala, Really in the church above, there's no such thing as there's no division into right or left. And in its source, Lamala Lamala, everything is absolutely one. Completely one, and there is no, there is no distinction, separation of right or left. So to begin with, it's not really a kasha. But va'id, secondly, ha'adam hudmus tsura al yoyne b'chol evarv. So here the Ramak says an astonishing thing, which the Rebbe is going to explain. He says the person is dumus tsura al yoyne. Is in the image of the higher form, b'chol evarv, in all of his limbs, with our physical limbs, v'utzel elyain, and is a shadow of that which is above, shenizgashem dmus babua elyaina, where the higher, or the shadow, the reflection of above, has materialized into a solid image. Which is sent into this world. Which means, what the Rebbe is saying is, we're not just facing Hashem. We're actually descending from Hashem. What does that mean? It means when you're facing, when you're facing somebody, when you're facing someone, then your right is his left, and your left is his right, and so on. When you're facing, then there, then there's that, then there's that difference. That everything is everything is reversed, but if you are if you are a shadow, or if you are that which is above, materializing into the, in this world in a physical shape and physical form. So then, it's the exact same way that it is above, so it is below. Therefore, 
man's right is the right from above, and man's left is the left from above. Lo bonu atalavaris teutsu zechon levracha ben kriyas ben asiris. The Rebbe says, I'm not coming here to explain how this to understand the difference between what's going on with the spheres and the kriyas in terms of how we bow down, how we make the kriyas. Rak lahaven is dvar vakadoshim shayim v'teutsu achad shalomala ein yemin v'smol v'akol achdus. What I want to explain, the Rebbe says, and to emphasize is how is the is what's the the side of our entire muna of the human being of the of the human being being the tzel elyon the the shadow or the or the image of what's above. Even though, of course, it doesn't mean God forbid that there's anything physical above. But what, what, what man's right is mamish that koyach of the right above. And man's left is mamish the koyach of the left above. Let's tell you, that above there is that which is called right and left. The nearest It seems that as if God forbid is a steer. On the one hand, the Ramak says that above, above, there is no such thing as right and left. In this Lamala Lamala, everything is Achdus Pshut, everything is one. And then the second territory says, not only are we not a reverse, not, are we, not only are we not facing Hashem, but we're Mamish like descending from him in that exact image where the right is right and left is left. <laughs> so that sounds like a scary thing and we're uncomfortable with, with, with what the Ramak's talking about because we're not holding by any of that. So the Rebbe says, let's try to understand on our level <coughs> according to what was taught us by the Talmud of Al-Sham. We spoke, now it's going to be okay. We're going to, we're going to review a little bit and then the Rebbe's going to be Mechazakas Kedarko. We learned about man's senses, the chushim, the seeing and hearing and so on. Next, next page, we're going to talk a little bit more. <coughs> Even though all the chushim, all of our senses and kaychus adam, they come from the nefesh, Still, and this is what the Rambam, we spoke about this, how the Rambam begins, Shemona Prokim, Da, Kinefesh Adam Achas. The Rambam begins with a historic statement, which now seems to us to be so simple. He says, you should know that man has one soul, which in ancient times, in medieval times, was not pushed at all. That means, and we learned about this, we're just talking, we're going over a little bit, that even though we have different kaychas and different chushim, just like we learned in the, in the house, you remember we spoke about this? That in the house, you'll have in the house a refrigerator, and the refrigerator is, is cold. And you have the iron, and the iron is hot. And then you have the, the lamp, and the lamp is, is lichting, is light. So, Avadazar begins when the person starts to see all of these different kalim as having different nefashas, different souls. There's the soul of the refrigerator. And there's the God of the iron, there's the God of the, and there's the God of the light bulbs, and so on. And there are different gods and different kaychus. So we learned earlier that that even though we have different chushim and different kaychus, different senses and different kaychus, all of them are from the nefesh. Man does not have many nefeshes. He doesn't have the nefesh of hearing, the nefesh of seeing. These are not separate nefoshes. We spoke about this. It's achdus pshuta. It's simple unity, the nefesh. Remember, just being poured through the funnel of that, of seeing, of hearing, of touching, of smelling, and so on. In other words, that person experiences the light of that one simple light, that one simple electric charge that comes into his, that, that passes through his soul. That individual person experiences that 
Lefi according to the kalim of his particular goof and, and his hachanis and who he is. And all of the separate kaychas of the guf, hearing and seeing and so on, are really all completely unified, really in their source, in a hidden way, with that simple one kaych that's called the kaych nefesh So even though right now the kaych nefesh is being used in me in order to hear, and now it's being in order to smell or to speak and so on, these are not different nefashas. It's one simple kayach, and in its source, it's completely unified with all the all the kayachs of who I am are totally unified. It's just that it's just that in this world, how they emerge, they emerge through the kalim of this funnel of the eyes and the ears and so on. When that particular kli, let's say the eyes. When, that, when the eyes of the person are prepared and ready, so then what happens is, then it will draw from that light, which in its source is one, <coughs> and, it and it will reveal that kayach and nefesh, but it will come through right now, the eyes. So the eyes will reveal a little piece of that light, which in its source is one. We spoke about this. So the so the the refrigerator is revealing something of that of that one kayak that's called electricity. It's coming through the refrigerator, and, and the way that it expresses itself is in is in cooling something off. So the eyes, with the kayak that the eyes have, they're able to reveal a little chelik of the, of that light, which is now taking the form of vision. This is what we learn, and the ears are using, are revealing a little bit of that of that one undivided light, and it comes out in listening and hearing. We learned all of this. Now the Rebbe is going to go fight and explain that if a person closes his eyes for a long time, also. <coughs> He will lose his ability to see. Maybe not permanently, but if a person is in a is in a place which is dark, or if he's someplace where he can't, if he's forced to shut his eyes for weeks, God forbid, or for months, it's possible to lose the ability to see. Why? Because he did not use or allow into his allow into his eyes or somebody else didn't allow into his eyes, this koach coming from his nefesh. So kol his kashrus, nefesh What happened was, that there's been a terrible, terrible interruption between the flow that's coming from the kanes and the who he is, from the nefesh, into the kalim, into the kalim which are called the eyes. There's been a terrible interruption. And with a human being, it's not just like with an animal. This is the Rambam explains. An animal can also see, and an animal also smells and hears. <coughs> but, so you might think, well, it's not a big deal. It's just like any other behemoth. No, this is that a person, a human being, who's created in God's image, in his in his seeing, in his hearing, and smelling, and tasting, and so on, it's not only physical kalim that are being put to use and not being put to use, but it's a flow that's coming from the neshama. <clears throat> it's not like a machine. It's not like an animal. It's a flow that's coming from the higher, from the neshama, and it's being interrupted. <laughs> which are completely bound together with his nefesh, his ruach. It's all one thing. It's all revealed through these kalim. To this physical kalim, and if the person, and if the person is not, if the person is blindfolded for for six months or for a year, and and as a result of that, the there's an interruption of the flow that comes from his nefesh ruach and neshama through the kalim, that that which is that light that that comes from the neshama that comes ultimately from ain't self baruch from the infinite one, if that is interrupted for a long period of time, so then the kalim, so then the person's Kalim Gufonium simply lose their ability to experience this thing which we call seeing. What the Rebbe is explaining now 
what he's going into, and the, what, the reason he's reviewing this and giving this Hakdama is because all of us have, have had a hard time understanding why is it that in order for us to, to, to connect to Hashem, we have to do certain things. And why is it like the Chinuch says, that Adam is Nifal Kafi Pu'uloso, the Chinuch says in many places that, and that's what we're learning, What's the Avdeyu? Why is it necessary? Why is it? Why can't I just think about God? Why is it that why is it that my, my entire body, by being engaged in Avodas Hashem, which is called an Avodah, why is it that only with the Avodah, and especially especially now we're coming to this to this time, the Hachanis for Pesach especially that we know that the night of that the time of Pesach is is Maha Avodah it's called Stam Avodah. All the Hachanis for Pesach are called Avodah, which is why the Rebbe, I'm sure that that's why he gave. <coughs> The example of how all the physical hachanas for Pesach have such an effect upon us. And we need to understand this. Why is this? Because all the spiritual books and the high flute and fluffy things that are out there are talking about thinking and feeling and, and meditating and, and closing your eyes and strumming a guitar and etc., etc., etc. And the Rebbe, of course, is explaining to us why is it that an our Madrega, even of course a person has... <coughs> the ability to be mechazik himself in many, many ways. But the aside of our Avaidus Hashem now is exactly that. It's Avaida. And why should that make a difference? And why is it that by beginning to keep mitzvahs, and we see this all the time, that by, by beginning to live that way, and by throwing ourselves into the Avaida, why is it that Ataka makes a difference in terms of my nefesh ruach neshama? Like, why does that do anything? Why does that help me? Instead of just, instead of just thinking, instead of meditating. So we need to. So the Rebbe is saying, this is where this is where we've come to to this point, to understand how this works. Why is this? And what does it mean? Das What does our void accomplish when we're using our physical kalim? What does it? What does it do? So the Rebbe is talking here about that flow that comes. That flow that comes from from the higher world down through the funnel into our into our nefesh ruach neshama, ultimately, which is translated into into our kaiches, seeing and hearing and doing things and so on. That when it comes to a yid, when it comes to a human being, when it comes to a yid befrat, when it comes to a Jew, we're not talking about like an animal just that sees and, and smells and so on. We're talking about the seeing of a person, and this, especially a Jew that sees, a Jew that, that uses his eyes, even though it looks like you have animals that see even more. A person hears. That's not the same as an animal. And we're not talking just about a refrigerator that has its own separate energy thing like a battery. And we're not talking about an iron or talking about some lights that have their own separate batteries. With an animal, it's like that. The animal has, an animal has batteries. There's the battery that, that causes the eyes to function. There's a battery that causes, that causes the, 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 um, the um, animal to be able to, to smell and so on. Those are batteries. Just like in a house, if you would want to, if we're using this marshal, we could make a distinction between electricity and uh, between electricity, meaning having the wiring and having batteries, it's possible to have everything on a battery. You could have a refrigerator on a battery, and then you would have a sort of little god of the refrigerator, his, his own self-contained world of the refrigerator. And the refrigerator wouldn't need anybody else. The refrigerator would say, "I need the airy. I, I need, uh, you know, I am myself." <coughs> the refrigerator would look at himself and say, "Look," and he'd go and he'd say, "No wires." Like now, you can have a microphone. I still don't get it how that works somehow. I don't know what's going on over here, but okay, I don't know, it has to do with something something in the air, it's probably not healthy, but there's something going on in the room. Akhalpanen, how does that work? So the refrigerator, this microphone right now is probably filled with gaiva, until this talk, man, now he's getting a little bit upset, but this microphone is thinking, look at this, you think I'm like my Zayde, my Zayde, the old microphone, you know the big fat ones, used to have, remember, those big fat ones. My 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 say that he he wasn't so chashuv because he he was all hooked up. He had to be wired like all these things into the wall and all this stuff. And but me, look at me, I'm amish my own microphone. <clears throat> so this has it in its own battery and it sees itself as being mamish uh, independent kayach. And that's that's all of what azar comes from that. That's the need of taking the fruit away from the tree. And that's where all the tzaras begin. That the fruit looks at itself and says, hey, no tree, no wires, no branches. The fruit says, look, I'm amish, I'm on my own. 
So this mikvah, I'm, I'm on my own. I have nothing, no wires, <laughs> nothing, garnished. So if you're not hooked up to your parents, if you're not hooked, then, then eventually you, really, you begin to think you're not hooked up to, to anything. And you just, it's Gavaldi, you're on your own. So, with the behemoth, or with the microphone, with other things that exist in this world, so one could say, Lamaisa, what does this microphone, how does this microphone have any shaykhs to, to any, to any shayrish uh, nuchnias? It's just a, it just has a battery, and this battery gives life to this particular microphone. And if the refrigerator, if everything in the house, if all the appliances of the house would have batteries, so we could, a house could run like that. And and if you'd walk in, so all of these things, the refrigerator and the radio and the and the lamps, and everything would look and would look and with terrible, terrible disdain and everything else, like you know, <laughs> look, you know, I'm greater than you are, no, you're greater than, because each one sees itself as what as being a yachid echad yachid amiyuchad. The refrigerator holds that cooling is the most chash of a thing, and that I have the ability to cool something off. And then and then you have the the, the you have the hot plate, and the hot plate says, what do you mean? It's much bigger Indian to to heat something, and I have the kach to give heat. And each one is separate, and each one sees itself as being a separate kach, and and. In our marshal, because in the in the nimshal, of course, nothing is there's nothing that's separate from God. But in the marshal, you could say, well, that is, you know, there is something to be said for that. If everything in the house is run by, if everything in the house is run on batteries, then each one could have a tiny like, like, you know, I'm, I'm doing a much more chashuv thing. So then the computer, the computer would be run on a battery, and the computer's not run with, with a wire. So the computer's on the battery. The computer could say, listen, guys, you know. You're, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're cooling. That's very nice, and you're heating. That's also good. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm figuring out, uh, you know, I'm figuring out a, a term paper for this guy, or I'm, uh, you know, I'm making calculations and all kinds of things and logarithms and face was. I'm doing all kinds of chashuva things. So, so probably what would happen is that the refrigerator, the refrigerator, and the hot plate would have to eventually bow down to the computer and say, right? They'd have to say, you, 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 you know, you're it. You're greater than us. You have more kaiches than us, and and therefore the lower gods. And this is what all of mythology is about, and all of Avodah that the weaker gods have to have to um, submit to the to the stronger god. And from that comes out in human beings unbelievable sin, unbelievable hate. All milchamas, all wars, all tsaros come from this battery system, right? When it comes to when it comes to the going back to the muscle of the wire <coughs> and how it all gets back to Khan Edison or whatever it is over here, local whoever's in charge, I'm not sure. So when when you when you go when we're going back to the wiring, so then what'll happen is like this. The computer will say to the refrigerator and to the into the hot plate, listen fellas, I want to tell you something. You you really you, you know, you're very good, you're very khashiv. And he says, you know, to the refrigerator you're very you're, you're cool. He says, and you're very hot. But you can't compare to me. I'm talking about Einstein's theory of relativity, and you're talking about uh, giving this guy cold soda. I mean, how can you compare the two? So then, in a house with this wiring, what would what would the refrigerator, what would the refrigerator and the hot plate say to the computer? They say, "Come on, just put your hand behind your back for a second, and it's yeah. You feel that little thing, you know, it's going into the wall. Yeah, you know what that is? What's that? It means your your mom is the same as us." You know, different than us. It's all the same. It's all of one. Echad, yachad, and yuchad. It's all one kayach. It's all, it's all one kayach. And, and you didn't make yourself. You were made by a creator. And that creator made this sleep, <coughs> made you in a certain way, that when he infuses you with that with that energy that comes from the wall, which comes from Kanedison, which is the infinite one himself, that when it comes into you, so that that's how it comes out through you. It's not anything that you accomplish. It's not your own separate thing, and you're not greater than us or separate from us. From Emuna and one God comes the possibility for human beings to 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 achieve peace with each other, to get along with each other, and to be humble. Which is which is why Christianity was a, was a terrible terrible setback because because of the because it. it it, uh, instead of men's, even though I shouldn't say that, in, on a certain level, as the Rambam says, from the part at the end that was censored, it is a step forward from from the crazy idolatry that, that uh, of ancient times, and, and at least at least in, in the world of Christianity, like the Rambam says, there is talk of, of Mashiach and there being an end. And instead of having 50 guys, they, they they cut it down to just a couple, right? So there is some progress, but it's it's still. Christianity has not brought peace to the world. It's brought unbelievable misery and suffering to the world. Because when you have a father, a son, and the Holy Ghost, this, you're bound to have uh, machlaikas. You're going to have machlaikas. 
We know that because in our own families there's machlaikas all the time. So the uh, same thing, when, when a person studies, well, I never understood like what's the Indian, but, but I had a course in this, when a person studies Greek mythology, and, and, and like, you're wondering, can't, can't you gods get along with each other? All of Greek mythology is about gods fighting with each other. And gods, this one steals this god's wife, and this one kills this, this god, and this one. It's unbelievable hummus. Because then you have, everybody looks at it, everybody has his own battery, and everybody says, this is it, it's me. And the and the Muhammad Islamic is unbelievable. So we understand that an animal, that muscle of an animal, or, or like a machine or like a robot, that, that on a battery, so it has it has an ability to see, it has an ability to smell, it has an ability to hear. But a human being, all of the kaiches of human being, even the most physical kaiche, that was when a person when a person is is chewing on some tobacco. And you know, and he, and he spits it out on the mound. So that's also somehow connected to his nefesh ruach and nisham. It's coming from his nefesh ruach and nisham. It comes from Khan Edison, from, and ultimately it comes from Ain Saif Baruch Hu. It's just that it came out in such a in such a you know unrefined, uh, ugly thing. But that's but that's not stam. It's not stam a localized battery run operation. It's all the way back to the beginning, mamish to the beginning, to Ain Saif Baruch Hu. So what happens when a person? We understand on, on this on the simplest simplest level that even in this world, <clears throat> if a person doesn't exercise, so if he doesn't exercise, then his muscles become flabby. His, everything becomes uh, it affects that person when he doesn't use even even in the battery run. Even from that perception of things, if you have an animal, if you have a dog or a cat that you give them everything and they don't have to do any avayda, the dog doesn't have to run around looking for anything, it just, uh, just sits there, some cat just sits there, and everybody's throwing him stuff, he just sits around and becomes fat, and, and, and he's, not nothing, he's not exercising at all. So the Rebbe explains, Lamashal. <coughs> now, obviously it's going to get much scarier when we're talking about a person not using his mind. When a person doesn't use his mind, that's a lot scarier than not using your eyes or not using your your nose when you don't use your mind. wisdom, chachma, seichel comes to a person's mayach, his mind. That's the kli. <coughs> And in order that what? In order that his chachma, that the person's, that that simple chachma, that absolute simple wisdom, should what? Should should be able to enter from his from from his nefesh into all kinds of chachmas and scholim pratim. In other words, here I am. I'm a, I'm a, a, my, this is my name, and this is who I am, and I'm this separate person, and I don't feel any wires attached to anybody, and I'm trying to understand the million things in the world. I want to understand, I want to understand how the how, how you know why is it that one day is the sun the sun is shining, the next day it's it's not shining. I why I want to understand. I want to understand how to, how, to, how to build a table. I want to understand how tissues are made. I want to understand how does this microphone work. There are a million little things in life that I want to understand. So what I'm trying to do basically is I'm trying to tap into this greater unindividuated <laughs> kawach that's called chachma, and I'm trying to apply this chachma and to draw it down into me into my mind and now to use this energy and this higher energy in order to understand the weather, in order to understand microphones, in order to understand the... I'm trying to use it in a, in a million different ways. So I'm trying to take my Chachma, this, this one Chach that's called Chachma, that comes from Nefesh Ruch, Nesham Chai Yechida, Ein Saif Baruch And right now, what I'm trying to do is to draw and to concentrate this energy of Chachma into learning this this Gemara that I'm learning in Nezikim. I'm trying to learn the sugya in Kodshim. I'm trying to learn something in Kodshim. And Kodshim has a different seichel than Ezekim. I'm trying to understand Kodshim. I can't, I can't have an Ezekim brain, if I'm, uh, an Ezekim way of thinking, if I'm trying to understand Zvachim and Menachis. I have to, get, I have to think Kodshim. I can't think, I can't think Bav Metzi. I'm trying to think Zvachim and Menachis. And, and in every shir, in every class, you'll have some guy that you know you're talking about you're talking about uh, zvachim and he asks you a kasha 
from, from yes, your kasha from Bavakama. I don't mean a good kasha that's not gay, because obviously in every Gemara here, yes, you're Bavakama. In other words, he's thinking Bavakama, because obviously maybe he remembers like that, that one blot of Bavakama. And, and he's asking, what kasha? Like, it's not, not in your Shemitah, it's Allah Sinai. So the Territ says, this is all that I know, and therefore all the Chachma that I have has been focused on this one area. And no matter what you talk about, if you talk, you can talk to me about Kachim, Taharis, you can talk to me about Gittin, you can talk to me about Kedushin. I have my one Kasha from Bavakama, that one page that I learned when I was 14 years old. No matter what, I'm asking you a Kasha from Bavakama, and I only think Bavakama that even there's a whole different Seichel for Kachim. It's a whole different Seichel for Nazik, it's a whole different Seichel for Nashim. person is using Vesayt Ha'ibur, Cheshman of Gematrius. Now, so now he's thinking about the Indian of Ha'ibur, which, which how the constellations, how the time works, the Kiddush HaChaydish. Right? So it's coming up to Parshish HaChaydish. He's trying to figure out, how does that work? How does it work? This is the Kiddush, the, the, Seder, the Seder Ha'ibur. And well, Cheshman of Gematrius, so then he has to think more mathematically. He's learning a piece of Agadita, he's not thinking that. So you have a guy who's learning, he's learning Agadita, and he's thinking mathematically. When you're learning, when you're learning the, the when you're learning the the uh, the say the, the when you're learning about the months and about time, you have to think mathematically. So you have a mathematician. That's all he can think is mathematically, and then, you know, uh, and he's trying to propose to his girlfriend. He says one plus one equals two, and she says what? He says one plus one equals two. So he's trying to say, would you marry me, <laughs> right? But she doesn't hop. She's she's more like uh, she's more into social studies and English, and he says, one plus one equals two. What do you think about that? And she says, I think you're crazy. <laughs> so no, I'm th- I'm trying to marry you. That's how I, you know I thought about this way that I would be able to propose marriage to you. I would say, a formula, and the formula is one, that's me, plus one, that's you, equals two. Isn't that Gavaldic? And she says, you know, go marry somebody else. You're nuts. Because this person is just, all he has is, all he has is what? He has this one seichel, which is called myth. There's, there's this one seichel is called myth. What? There's a saying that, uh, there's a saying that um, to, to, to a hammer, it looks like a nail. That's a good, that's right. That's, there's a lot of chachman there. That's true. So you see a child, how a child looks at the world through the, through the immature mind. Everything's a toy, right? That's why it's so scary. So you and I would be afraid of something. <clears throat> But like a, a, it would be afraid of a certain thing. But for a child, since everything is a toy, for that immature mind of the child, everything is a toy. So the kid's ready to play with something. They could kill him. <coughs> oh, this looks like a lot of fun. I think you know I'll try to run across the Long Island Expressway. You know, it, it looks like it looks like a challenge. That's that's how that's how that mind of a child thinks. Everything is a toy. To the hammer, everything is a nail, and to the mathematician, everything is myth. Obviously. When you're learning math, when you're studying something mathematical, or, or when you're learning the Sayyid Ibor, if you're learning sections in the Gemara and the Rambam, whatever it is that deal with that deal with mathematics, whether it has to do with Kiddush HaChaydish, it has to do with Erevin, or in, in Masech HaSukkah, different things in Baba Basra, so then you're going to have to then you're going to have to draw from that Chachma and to and to focus it, focus it, and to think to think mathematically. To think mathematically, and when you're learning, and when you're learning a piece of agadita, or if you're proposing to your wife, so then you gotta, then you have to, then you have to use a different mahalach with that kaya chachma. Muchrochu lavad v'lifol behem. You have to be when you're learning kachim. You your mind has to be in the world of kachim. When you're learning nizik, you have to be in nizik. When you're learning agadita, you have to be in agadita. When you're learning, when you're davening, you have to be in, you have to be in davening. V'im lo yifol. Now, even though this could be the smartest guy in the world, this guy's a mathematician. He's a big mathematician. The problem is he's trying to understand, he's trying to understand, let's say, a piece of the Noam Elimelech mathematically. He wants to understand this mathematically through, his, through this way of thinking. And it's going to be very, very frustrating. So even though he has the Hachsharlacha, he's a brilliant guy. And he has all the Caleb. He's Gewaldic. He's a brilliant guy. And there's no question that he could have a very deep understanding of the Noramelach. He could. And he has the Akshara for such a Chachma. And he knows how to tap in to, to that Chachma, which is called Chachma. Lo yaskil afim He doesn't understand anything. He doesn't understand anything. <clears throat> I was talking to a guy yesterday that told me, that, so he, he has a, his father's like a, this guy's father's real, real straight like you know yeshiva guy, 
and, and the kid is getting into a lot of other svarim. He's also a good learner. He's very good in yeshiva. He's getting into a lot of other svarim. So, so he said that he, they were at a family simcha recently, and the chasnakala asked him to talk, the kid asked him to talk. And he said over a svasamis. He said over a beautiful svasamis. He told me which svasamis it was. It's a gorgeous svasamis. And I said, let me hear. And he told it over to me. Beautiful, beautiful. He said that his father came over to him after this and said, you were mavayish me in front of the entire family. You humiliated me in front of the entire family. So the kid said, how do I, what do I do? He said, what, what is that? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What is that? What is that? What are you talking about? An awakening from above and from below. So, so he, he was very, very... He, he thought like he made his father proud. His father said, what are you talking about? What is narishka? What are you saying words? You don't even know what they mean. And what are they? And who are you? What? So he tried to say what the Swasamas was a big Tamachacham. So the father said, I never said he's not a Tamachacham, but I don't know what this stuff is all crazy stuff. What are you talking about? So he was, you know, the boy was very hurt. And he didn't understand because everybody else at the Chas, everybody else at the Shabbat Brachas, like came over. The Chas and Kalat said it was so, so beautiful and, and he gave us such, he said such nice thing. And, and then his father said, what are you embarrassing me? And the kid's like totally like confused, you know. <laughs> I embarrassed my father and I made the Chas and Kalat happy. And, you know, and I, so I shouldn't talk, I, I shouldn't learn these things and what do I do about these things. And so, so here the father, the father has a certain way of looking at things. I'm sure he's a wonderful person. Even he shouldn't have said it in such a strong way, but I guess he felt embarrassed. But the father has a certain way of looking at things, and he doesn't have, he doesn't have that 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 Even though the father could probably learn uh, could learn a piece of Svasamis very beautifully, but he's he, he he's only in the Zikin, right? So he's only he's only in the Zikin. And he's only in that way of thinking, and and he can't he can't um, draw into his mind to switch to the svas <clears throat> He just he, he just doesn't know how to do that. <laughs> that's a, that's a big nezik. And you have in the other way you have also you have people who are walking around. Uh, and we know them. Some of the, some wonderful wonderful chavi have all over the place. And a lot of them are wearing you know the flowing robes and and you know. Big Oriental yarmulkes, and they're talking about svasemis all day. And you, and you tell them that if you sit down, learn a little bit of mitzvah, you know what's wrong with you? Or you know halacha, oh halacha, <laughs> that's the oisias of hakala. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't get a guy like that. And you can't you can't learn with the guy. And you can't learn with him. And he doesn't and he, and he, and he doesn't know what he's doing. He's mechal shabbos because not because he wants to. He just doesn't know what this and that. You talk to him about you talk to him about lama tesmalachi. He starts talking about lama tesmalachi. He starts telling you you know piece never nothing breast of it. What it means that malachi. You know. He said malachi means you know right now it means exactly what you're being over and you hide me the rice. You know you're over me the rice and malachi. <laughs> what do you mean with you? No, no, it really means the shirish of, you know, the Bizasapakatahalachem and and it means all those things that we do that take us away from God. So I said, Yeah, I mean, you're doing one of those things right now. <laughs> so what are you talking about? I mean, that's, Mr. Bruce says that what you're doing is a Daraisa. Isn't it a beautiful term, Mishnah Brewer? Brewer. <laughs> Brewer is a very beautiful idea. Pure, clear. And, and, and this is a so either way, so you got to take this guy and and, and, and say, so what's the matter? You get the seichel. You have to have a seichel for bav mitzvah. You have to have a seichel for for the svasamis. Even though each person, the same way that the guy, that, that guy's father has a seichel for, he has a seichel for svasamis, but he, he has all the he's a bright guy, and 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 this guy walking around with his robes is also a bright guy. He won't understand anything. So everybody says, if a kid grows up in the forest, in the jungle, let's say a person goes up without thinking at all, without any chachma, without any books, without any chachma, garnish. He goes up in the jungle. There were mice like this. Kid grows up in the kid goes up in the in the forest. See, never he could have he, this this kid could have the mind of the Ragachar. And he but he grew up in the jungle. He wouldn't understand the simplest Chachma if you talk to him. You talk to him about one plus one, he doesn't know what you're talking about. It's not that the guy doesn't have a seichel. It's not that he doesn't have that koyach a seichel or the nisham and so he of course he has. Because it gets a tremendous seichel. But the seichel is completely concealed. 
and hidden in its simplicity. We got to take this brilliant kid that grew up in the jungle, and we got to we got to we got to work his brain. You got to get it working. You got to give it assignments. You got to you got to give it chomer material. In order that what that he should be able to draw out the chelkei chachma, the tsuras prati is to get what not just to think in general terms about how do I survive in the jungle and you know that this this berry is is poison and this berry is good, but how what but that that he should be able to to take this general kach that's called chachma that comes from the nefesh ruach neshama and how to have how to and how to focus on separate things. I have to focus on on the Zikin and Kachim. I have to focus on math and science. I have to focus. And specific things of Chachma. Don't we see this all the time? You have, you have someone that, that might be a fantastic student when it comes, let's say, to uh, to history or to English. And you put this kid in front of you put this kid in front of a math book, and it's and it's you know he, he wants to, he, he he wants to kill himself or the teacher or somebody. He can't take it, and then you ha- and 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 the the kid who has the kid who's with the with the math, he looks at the other kids. You don't understand. He's trying to help him. You don't understand this formula. The kid says no, and then later on you can have it. Later on you can have it the, the other way. That this kid's this kid's is is they have some homework to to do one of Shakespeare's sonnets, and the English kid is trying to is trying to talk to the mathematician, and the English kid says you don't you don't hear what Shakespeare's saying, the beautiful thing. It's no, what are you talking about? And these two can't communicate. <clears throat> and the person, and each one within himself, is such a chalice as that. What am I stupid? And the math teacher tells the kid that's not good in math. You're stupid. Even though that that kid is, could be much much smarter than the math teacher. And then you have the kid. Then you have the, the English teacher telling the telling you the, the kid you don't understand Shakespeare. But some of you stupid. These are things that are going on. Now they don't say stupid because you can get sued or something. So now they they just you know they just fail you and send you for uh, you know an evaluation or something. But but it's the same thing. Is he stupid? And it's no different than this one saying, "This fasamus. What are you doing? What kind of stupid thing is that? What are you talking about? What are kind of, you know?" And 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 all, and, and, you have per, you have, and each person has a gevaldige hachshara, gevaldige chachma. And there's no question about it. There are different sichlim and the different kaiches and so on and different levels. But this child in the jungle never really applied his vast his vast koyach an akshara of knowledge to specific subjects. So he could be like the biggest bucky in what you're allowed to eat in the jungle. We're not allowed to eat in the jungle. But he, but he, doesn't, but he doesn't understand a word of, of Gemara or, 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 or Lahafil, a, a word of history or myth. So the kid that goes up in the, in the jungle, his chachma remains hidden and pshuta his Chachma never came, it only came out in a very simple jungle-like way. That he was very clever and how he avoided this animal and how he dealt with this animal. But it never came out in math or science. It never came out in Chachma's Proteus. It, but it's all there. And you could have a person that never went to school at all. You can meet, you can meet, uh, you, you know, you meet a person, in, you know, an Alta Yid, or Lahavta, you can meet an Alta guy, never went to school in his life, never went one day to school in his life, and you talk to him, and, and this guy's like some Polish guy that came, that's, you know, the, that, that graduated, you know, fifth in his class, and he talks to this farmer, and the farmer is much smarter than him. Much smarter than him. But, <clears throat> so, but, but he, 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 the Chachma, the Chachma itself didn't, wasn't channeled into Kalim, didn't come through the Kalim of, of, of individual Chachmas. You see, the Rebbe says, but this is the difference when it comes to seeing and when it comes to thinking. He says, for instance, the eye. Our eyes are constantly working, unless, God forbid, someone's blindfolded or thrown into a dungeon for a year. You see, our, our eyes are constantly working. They're constantly getting exercised because when you wake up in the morning, you open your eyes. Whether you're looking, whether you're looking at a black Gemara or a Lahavdul, or, or, or you're just looking at the jungle. But your eyes are constantly working. So they're constantly, some way, they're constantly them, the eyes. And the nose and the ears, they're constantly them. They're in constant avoidance just because you're alive. Okay, in my chemical culture, I'm going to 
Therefore, I don't really notice, I don't, I don't recognize, I don't notice that what? That my nefesh is somehow being revealed through my eyes and through my, and through my ears and so on. Rakim yistam ain of unless God forbid someone's blindfolded for a long time, and he won't be able to see. And there's something, something shut down in the system. When it comes to the seichel, this is what's scary. When it comes to the seichel, it's not like seeing or hearing where, you, where, your, where your eyes are constantly being challenged, where your ears are constantly being, are constantly exercising and being challenged. When it comes to your seichel, it all depends. It all depends. We had an expression, I, you know, I, was, I, I, I had students, I had some, over the years I was there, I had many different types of students, I had many Sephardish students. And we had an expression, we use in English, the Rosh Tev is KP. What does KP mean? It means in Persian, anybody understand Persian over here? Okay, in Persian, <coughs> in Farsi, Kalepuk means airhead. Kalepuk. So I just had the Rosh Tev for that, which is, what are you, KP? That's called airhead. Kalepuk. It's a nice term. Don't ever say it to a Persian guy. It's very, very insulting. Just say, you're a KP. He won't know what that means, but, but you'll know what it means. So, so you know, when, you, when, when, when the guy's sitting in the Gemara here and you're looking at him, and he's like, and, he, and, he's, and you see that like he's just totally, you know, there's just like a big breeze going through his ears. So there's nothing there. That's, he's an airhead. Doesn't mean bad sim, just that that moment that you caught him. There's nothing going on. So you could go, and you could even sit in a in a class. But there's no. But a person's not. That's why. That's why. What's the what's the all of the kids we got to What's the dumbest and most immature things that kids the kids are always saying? Why does the teacher have to give us tests? You ever hear? Every kid has a time. I wouldn't know it on my own. You don't have to give me a test. That's such a shekit. You don't even know it with the test because you just do all kinds of stuff to get out and to figure out. And I, I couldn't even believe it. My daughter's in college, and, and the professor told them they're allowed to take one blood professor. She's a professor in this kind of college. So he gave him a blank sheet and said you could take one piece of paper and write all that you want on, uh, on two sides of a blank sheet of paper and come into the. So I see my my daughter sitting my homie sitting there yesterday with this piece of paper writing microscopic the entire like three, four months of the course. I said, and, I, and I go, you know, I know she's a very honest kid, so it couldn't be a crib sheet. She's abhorred when she sees anybody like cheating. So I said, what, what, are you, what, are you doing? what is that? She says, I'm studying. I said, what? What are you studying? What are you, what are you, what are you, why don't you just read? What are you doing? She said, the teacher said, we could, the teacher said we, could, we could do anything you want on, one, on two sides of one piece of paper. So she's not thinking at all. She's just copying her notes and writing this thing up. And she's going to say, I said, you're not going to know this stuff at all. And she looks at me like, well, who cares? <laughs> you know, Dad, we just gotta, just gotta get through, right? I don't really you think this is important to me, like the French Revolution or something. Well, I can't. And I was thinking, it's got a point, you know. But I, I don't, I have to talk like a father, you know, and say the right things and stuff. And but that's besides the point. I don't really think the French Revolution is so important. But what I can't stand is the dumbing down of America. I can't stand that dumbing down. What kind of a professor gives such a stupid thing to say that you could? I feel you know I don't want to give her a hard time and you know because you know, I said I right away I said hey, who is this person? So no, daddy don't, daddy don't, you know. <laughs> so you know so I have Rahman on my kid, but I really feel like after the course to call up, and you know after she's potted and she gets her A, to call up and say what what, what, what you make what can I get What do you this is what your life is? What are you giving? That's how, that's how you study. That's how you give a kid to study. That the person doesn't have to bechlal understand anything. So. A person, when it comes to seichel, the seichel is not being engaged in anything. You can live your whole life and you have no different seichel in front of you at all. It's not like seeing and hearing with a constant excitement, constantly being challenged. The mind is not being challenged necessarily at all. Unless you force yourself to do that. A test, of course, forces you to do that. When I was in, when I was in, in Yitzchokhan in Yeshiva, so my Rebbe Abdavid Zechat Tzadik V'Kodesh L'Vracha, he gave us he gave us a big bechina at the end of the first month and then in June he gave us a big bechina. You had to know Rabbi David to appreciate this. Rabbi David was a kaddish v'tar. He was like a heligayid. So he gave us we were going to this into this huge auditorium in the old building, and he gave us and he would give us these bechinas. The bechinas took like uh, seven eight hours. The bechinas. So he gave you to go for lunch and come back. It was a whole thing. Uh, I'm like so on Chulim they had the bechina. So it was like a 40 blot and So I remember we, we, we get this Bechina And you know like 150 questions You know and all 
and Rabbi Dovah would give it out, and it was quiet, everybody's concentrating, and, and I remember so clearly, <coughs> all of a sudden, you hear Rabbi Dovah, and we're all taking the test. And he says, and he says, no, no, no. And everybody puts down their pen. You know, Ask anybody that from those years. I mean, from And David would walk up and down the aisles like this during the test. Not watching us, he didn't. It wasn't watching. Nobody was. It was a good But what was it? He said, "It's gewalt." He would tell us, "Gewalt, gewalt." He says, "When, when, on a regular day when we're learning, so you never know this boy's head mind is here, this boy's mind is there, right? Because you know, you know, maybe you have a couple of chavra, but in the bayadachina, everybody's sitting mamish on every gemara Rashi Taisus, concentrating a million percent of his kohen. Because David had such a hisroimus from that. So he wanted to sing the gunim with us. And this would happen like every half hour, hour in the middle of the test. And Adobo was walking, he was like this, he was mamish on fire. With this, with, with the seichel of Torah, that, that all the bachim are the seichel of Torah. That's, that's true, it's true. It was true, that's why like, everybody was getting annoyed, Rebbe, you know. No one would say anything, but okay. The seichel of, of the, everybody's thinking about Hashem right now. That's what he felt. Everybody's thinking about Hashem's Torah this minute. Until Rabbi interrupted us, <laughs> but that's how it was. And we always were laughing, like in lunch. He said, "Well, you know, how are we supposed to do this? It's very hard." But that's how he was. And he would go over and start hugging a guy. He'd walk over and, <laughs> and that was and that was the interruption. But he was going over to guys and like, and "Good, good, good, good." And he looked at him, "Oh, good, 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 good." And that that's that. It's a cycle, but it doesn't have to be that way. <clears throat>